This episode of the Local Hustlers podcast is brought to you by Flamingo Pools, your go-to maintenance and repair company in the East Valley. Stop wasting your valuable time trying to take care of your pool and let the professionals at Flamingo Pools take care of it for you. Visit azflamingopools.com for a free quote today. You're listening to the Local Hustlers Podcast, East Valley Locals. Get connected with small businesses near you and dive deep into their stories, mindset, and motives. Entrepreneurs everywhere. Get ready to be inspired by business owners, entrepreneurs, and hustlers that you can relate to and learn from. And now, your hosts, Dallin Huso and Ridge Waldberg. All right, welcome everybody to the Local Hustlers podcast. Today, Ridge and I are here with Brad and Marcy Olson. How's it going, guys? Good. Good. Awesome. Thanks for having us. Thank you for for coming on the show. We really appreciate um, you guys taking the time out of your day. We know how busy you guys probably are with what you do. Um, So it really means a lot that you guys would come out and um, take the time to talk to us today. Um, So before we get into everything, why don't you just quickly a minute or two tell us about yourselves, kind of your background story, and then we'll we'll kind of get into what you do and why we're here today. Okay. Want me to start? Okay. Sweet. So we are local residents here of Gilbert, Arizona. Have been here for about 30 years. We have a big family. We have seven kids. Uh, Love living here. Uh, have kind of had our struggles with corporate life, mm-hmm. entrepreneurship, and here we are. Brad, you want yeah, to my, my background is um, construction, home building. Okay. Uh, for a, a home builder here for about 18 years. Okay. Nice. Uh, mostly office work. So uh-huh. uh, my kids would ask me what I what I did all day, and I talk on the phone. I'm on a computer. I'm in a meeting. <laughs> so that's that's all right. But yeah, no, that was a, a big part of my uh, life and career. And so. We kind of graduated from that. Um, Thanks to the crash. crash so. Yes. Yeah. Gotcha. So seven kids. Any of them still at home, or are they all? We have three at home. Three at home. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, a twenty-year-old, a fifteen-year-old, and a thirteen-year-old. Oh wow! So, oh, wow. Yeah. Awesome. Got a lot. Um, and so now you guys are the owners of Genuine Fresh, um, a pretty popular restaurant or dessert or breakfast whatever you want to call it it's all of those all of those right yeah, <laughs> I don't know what to really call is. it in the East Valley and primarily what what do you guys do at Genuine Fresh tell us a bit about about your place okay well I would say probably 85% of what we do is acai bowls mm-hmm. uh, because they are like you said they're a meal replacement they're breakfast lunch dinner snack treat dessert mm-hmm. you know like a cleaner dessert right. so we kind of found that that would be something that would have you know staying power all day long right for a cafe type thing that we wanted to do and uh so here we are so, awesome yeah awesome what for people that don't know what is acai what is what do you is want to hear all the names people about? call it <laughs> i mean let's hear it yeah Akai, acacia acai is what i used to call it <laughs> <laughs> no we've all said it wrong yeah. it's okay acai is how you say it okay okay it's from Brazil, and it is actually very protected. So Brazilians realized what they had in the acai, okay. and uh, I tried to keep it in the country. They don't. They don't even allow seeds to come out of of the oh, country. Wow. So it's it's in the palm tree family. It kind of looks like a palm tree. Mm-hmm. These little tiny berries um, are a little bit. They look a little bit like blueberries. They look like blueberries, but most of it's a seed, right? Actually, and I guess it's also in the cocoa. 
Coco or cacao family? Yeah, so most of that, or that, the skin, and there's a little bit of pulp there that's stripped away from the seed, and hmm. then they process it. Anyway, the positive thing is, um, super high in antioxidants. Okay. It's also got omegas in it. Okay. And uh, the only thing about acai, or one of the critical things about acai, is it doesn't have a shelf life. You won't see fresh acai here in the States. Oh, it wow. just, it, it doesn't have the staying power. Really? So it'll either be pureed, frozen, pulverized, Jeez. yeah, dehydrated, put in capsules, Juiced, yeah. Okay. So there's no like fresh berry picked recently sort of thing. No, okay. no, not okay. here in Brazil. Awesome. Yeah, but huh. you won't find it here. The acai, I think, is a bit more popular than it was a couple of years ago when you guys got started. So let's talk a bit about how you guys decided to get into this business. What made you decide to open up an acai store? Yeah, it was, it's a little crazy because when we opened, it's about eight. A little over eight years ago. Was that 2012? 11? Um, there weren't any other acai bowl places exactly. that we were aware of. Right, right. Was, yeah. There certainly were in California where uh -huh. we kind of uh, scoped them out. But we originally got into it because um, we were really in into nutrition and we wanted to sell nutritional products. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. And it turns out people like acai bowls more than nutritional products. But anyway, that was kind of what got us into it. Well, also, I'm lactose intolerant. So when okay. we went to California and tried these, uh, a, guy, a friend that we knew had a place in um, like the Newport Beach area. Uh -huh. I was hooked, like, and absolutely knew there was nothing like it in Arizona. Right. Other companies had tried some. We won't name some of those big companies that had tried before we brought them to Arizona. Right. They just weren't that good. Mm -hmm. And so we just, it's what I wanted to do. Um, he had just left, um, basically wrote a severance package with this home builder because uh -huh. he knew things were just kind of going and, and I had always wanted to start, you know, a bigger business. Something, uh, yeah. yeah. I had done some little small gigs here and there, but yeah. something like this that would yeah. take a huge amount of sacrifice and time right. and effort and everything. Investment. Investment, exactly. Right. And so that's, that's really where it started. So did you stop doing construction because of this or did you stop and then this came along? No, I kind of stopped and then it, it came along. Uh -huh. So yeah, it was we about took a, a year after yeah. I left the home builder that uh, we, we... We took a year to try to figure out yeah. what, what business It was about a year before we, we mm -hmm. started. So while he was like kind of closing everything up, were you getting everything figured out with how you could start the business and the acai stuff in general or? No, he was completely just... like he left, I want to uh -huh. say in the spring of 2010, uh -huh. his corporate job. And then we. Yeah, about a year later, we opened. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we, we both did it all together. And we, when I say we, he big, I mean, he was big on the, all the build outs and everything like that for our Gilbert store right it was a shell that had never been occupied before right. so when you have a husband that's in construction it's super helpful when you're opening <laughs> exactly. a restaurant because we really exactly. we didn't hire anybody really. other than just I well, mean, we hired the trades like, to do it yeah. but I mean like yeah right. the plumbers and that right. kind of stuff but uh -huh. as far as building anything we bought our furniture used from a bar and they were like hey we're just gonna you know throw this stuff out I'm like and it's kind of you know tor you know it's kind of a little weathered. We're like, we're gonna weather it up a little bit more. Right. <laughs> it was wood yeah. furniture. <laughs> right. We recushioned the seats. Uh -huh. You know, made our built our own tables from IKEA. I mean, it was, yeah, it was a oh, labor wow. of love. From but, the ground up. Yeah, exactly. You know, we didn't have the big. Well, originally we, our colors were kind of that orange and green. Yeah. If you remember, we were yeah. Thrive. Yeah, I think if you guys remember that, yeah. we opened as Thrive. Okay. So. I guess talk about that a bit. You guys start off as Thrive and then a couple of years ago switch over to Genuine Fresh. What what was the reasoning behind all that? So it's kind of a funny story, mm -hmm. actually. Do you want to tell yeah, me it was, a funny um, story? Not, it wasn't we, funny back we, then. We went to get the trademark um, for Thrive, you know, and back then it wasn't quite as popular as a word as it is now. It uh -huh. seems to be everywhere. Yeah. 
we applied and we, we knew there was a restaurant that had Thrive up, um, in Seattle. up in Seattle, but we thought we could just add Thrive acai bowls, you know. Yeah, right. They were like, a, they were being so, cafe. you okay. know, for those listeners that are, you know, interested in trademarks, yeah. mm-hmm. you can't just tack on what you do on a word. They just don't accept that because uh-huh. yeah. the trademark people know you, everyone's going to call you Thrive and right. someone else is called Thrive, so uh-huh. you can't do that. So anyway, um, we ended up contacting the owner in Seattle and said, hey, we're here in Arizona. Can we get your permission? Oh, no, we're going to be... Uh, we're going to expand. We're, we're going to be national change. <laughs> so short story um, is you know, a couple of years later, they changed their name. They're oh, still really? in the shop. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, we went through all that. But, you know, we started getting calls from people wanting to cancel their monthly subscription. To another company. So, so there was so much brand confusion. Oh, there was like self-reliance. So there was a spiritual right. movement. There oh, was a vitamin right. company. Uh-huh. So many things. And we were just like, we just need a new a new yeah. name. Plus, right. we know we can't secure this one. So we went in search right. of that. We were okay. kind of like... We had a consultant help us actually. Yes, yeah. Was, helped us with the rebranding. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we have the trademark to Fresh. Yay. I mean, okay. of course we did. We... Right. I decided to, but yeah. How did you guys come up with the name Fresh? And it's spelled differently than what you would what you would hear it because as Fresh, right? Because that trademark was gone. Yeah, well, we, had a, <laughs> so, we had a consultant help A consultant, us, yeah. Just talked about like what we what uh-huh. we do, what we want to represent, and we really feel like I actually like the name a lot better than Thrive. Thrive uh-huh. is a verb. Uh-huh. Um, fresh is what we are. It is. It's fresh. Right. And, and so we added the genuine on there um, to basically nail down the trademark. It gave us a lot better chance to get the to get the trademark. Okay. Right. If that makes sense. So yeah. We go by Fresh, but our official title is Genuine Fresh. Exactly. So, yeah. At the time was that a pretty big mountain to get over? It seemed like a block in your way of, of success. Yeah, because signage is so expensive. Yeah. Well, and everything. Everything. Like right. All the branding, the menus, yeah. the website. All of it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Right. Well, because everyone in the East Valley is like, oh, I'm going to go to Thrive. Like, I'm I think still do. Sometimes want to go get a Thrive, thrive. which yeah. sounds so weird to me. Want to go get a Thrive. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get a Thrive. And it just, yeah. I always laughed at that. Uh-huh. And that's what it was. And so just the rebranding in itself is big besides mm-hmm. the money. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. thought we sold or. Yeah. 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 And there's been so many rumors. It's been fun. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> well, how have you dealt with all of that, like adversity and change and things like that? Like, how have you dealt with the, the branding and stuff like that, too? Of, um, you know, it's, it's, it, it takes a long time to do some of that stuff to mm-hmm. get people to kind of switch over their, their thinking as well. But, you know, also just the financial part of it. There was a long time when we didn't have the right sign in our building. Exactly. It's, it said Thrive. Or we put up a banner, actually. Yeah, we had, like, oh, Thrive out front oh. and then a banner, like our uh-huh. Tempe store, literally oh. within the last year. Had oh really? It just yeah. takes a long time with municipalities. Yeah. You got to get permits from right. the city of Tempe. Right. You know, so you get, a, you get stretched old thing. You know. Yeah. There's a lot of yeah, a lot of, a lot of parts and pieces that we're handling every day. Uh huh. Yeah. Have you guys had any other major setbacks throughout this whole process, or has the name change been the, the biggest thing you guys have had to go through? Um, I don't setbacks. You know, being the first one here was interesting yeah. trying to build um, trying to people's educate. awareness around what's an acai bowl why are you right. why are you calling it acai it's a kai mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they're all correcting us yeah so you know we should just we call ourselves a smoothie shop people uh-huh. know what smoothies are yeah right um, and then we'll talk about acai bowls 
or smoothie but bowls. We call them smoothie bowls, bowls a lot to that's like a weird, older that's people. A yeah, people. Millennials are cool with acai bowls. They <laughs> yeah. got it. Yeah, yeah. Like, we have smoothie bowls. Oh, a smoothie bowl. <laughs> <laughs> got it. I want that. Yeah. Or they all they all call it frozen yogurt. Let's go get a frozen yogurt. <laughs> right? They tell you know kids will come up and they're like kids you get. Do you want the ice cream with the berries on top? And I'm just all, oh. <laughs> I'm cringing, but whatever works. That's what I do when I take Dallin in there. I, I kind of say that. You say that to Dallin? Yeah, and Dallin's like, oh. yeah. That's a good way to trick your kids. Yeah. Into eating it. Right, tell them it's ice cream. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's good. What, uh, what advice would you give to an entrepreneur or someone with a business that's going through, I think something at the time would seem like a huge setback or kind of something to I, stop your business yeah, from succeeding? Yeah, so what? A critical, there was a critical moment for us uh-huh. when we um, had, had opened the Gilbert store, uh-huh. and I think we were, I don't know, I'm trying to just remember, maybe nine or ten months into it, and going, we got to open another one, we got to do or we die, we got to keep something. going or die, because it just, mm-hmm. um, the volume just wasn't quite there. And it like we're hitting a, the edge of our runway, like. It was a huge yeah. leap of faith, so uh-huh. we just started looking for another location, we found one in Tempe that okay. was great because the build out was going to be minimal. Mm-hmm. Uh, it already had a walk-in freezer and all the plumbing in place, and I um, yeah. just had to tear some stuff out and put up a temporary wall. Anyway, it it, it turned out to be um, it, when we opened that store. I think it was in February of twelve. Mm-hmm. Um, our volume 13. just doubled. It was February was it 13. 13? Mm-hmm. Our volume doubled at Gilbert, and it and Tempe just took off. Oh, wow. and, and we were close to you know ASU campus. Lots of right, people from right. California were there, so they were like, "Oh, Acai Bowl is awesome! They're right. here." Three doors down from a so, Sprouts, it was a sunflower market. It changed to a Sprouts. We were like, "Yes!" So like lots all of good these things. Traffic. A brand yeah, new gym went in around the corner. Uh-huh. It was a big Planet Fitness went in. So yeah, so Tempe's like, been boom. solid for us. Gilbert's still our kind of uh, higher revenue location, uh-huh. but Tempe's pretty close, and it's Tempe's neck and neck. It's been solid. Yeah. Okay, so, so that okay. helped. To so really, just dive in, take yeah. that leap of faith, just and go. It. Just gotta make just it. Just gotta stuff. do it. Yeah, because it brought up revenue in both stores. Mm-hmm. It brought, yeah. yeah. Okay. I want. I do want to say something. Mm-hmm. As far as an entrepreneur goes, we have a mindset that we know how to make money. So mm-hmm. if you, you know, if there's people out there that don't have an abundant mindset or more of a mm-hmm. scarcity mindset, oh no, I'm gonna run out of this. You know, whatever. I mean, for us, we had a nest egg. We didn't have to borrow a lot of money. We weren't like in debt up to the, you know, uh-huh. up, in, up the wazoo or whatever. So for us, we were like, you know, if this crashes and burns, we know how he can go out and get a job. Right. We know right. how to make income. Right. I can start another business. You know, I know we know how to hustle. Yeah. And and that's really the thing. So it, huh. so really getting that mindset, the abundant mindset that there is enough out there. It there yeah. is enough for all of us. Even when an acai bowl place goes in down the street, like mm-hmm. it did. Yeah. I just went. Cool. They'll try that. They'll come back to us, which is exactly what has happened. Right. Well, and it's created a, a large awareness of acai bowls and, yes, yeah. and healthy, you know, because yeah. I'm like, right. bring it. And then people just get to pick which one do I like better. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And we, I don't know that there's too many other places out there that are, that have, you know, what do we have, 13 flavors or whatever. 13. So right. it's, you know, go to, go to some places and they have two or three. Mm-hmm. Right. So we've got a pretty big variety uh-huh. is that abundant mindset something that you guys feel like you were both born with or you learned along the way or how did how did you I definitely wasn't born with it I came from a very uh, you know blue collar family both uh-huh. parents worked outside of the home um, living paycheck to paycheck yeah. uh, not really no not business minded right. uh, they did 
fall into all the little uh, what multi-level marketing stuff right. that they yeah. never because they don't have that mindset. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Not trashing multi-level marketing, but if you don't have an abundant mindset, if you can't exactly. sell, you're, you're not, not going to do it. Not yeah. do it. Um, so yeah. Yeah, and, and you know we you have to work on that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You have to read and listen and yeah. just kind of create that mindset. Right. It's not something that most books, people are born with. Podcasts, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. So um, neither of you have an education in business or marketing or neither economics? Of us, or... Neither of us graduated from college. Really? Okay. So awesome. I am, again, not not a proponent of that. I'm very much a proponent of education, uh-huh. especially, you know, like just to have something to fall back on. Right. So not saying, oh, Yeah, we actually moved here um, to be close to ASU to, to go to, for me to go to school in construction mm-hmm. management. But oh, really? It just, I, I fell into the, the workforce um, for a year just to get residencies. Mm-hmm. I wasn't paying so much. Right. But I started into just home building. Got, got caught and I, I got caught up um, with this company at the right time. And uh-huh. um, within just a few years, I was in management. Mm-hmm. He'd grown kind of up doing in what business. I wanted to do yeah. without a degree and Right. His dad out. had a construction company, a commercial construction oh, company. Really? He was running yeah. crews at 18. So, I so mean, when this company down here saw that, that, they went, okay. school is what you've already done. So, yeah. Yeah. For that. Huh. For that specific yeah. one. So, anyhow. So, without any you know previous college around business entrepreneurship, was there a lot that you guys learned along the way as you started this business? Or did you have any mentors along the way that helped you out? Or how did so, you figure everything out? What, what helped me a lot was, again, my... my career in home building okay. because I was in senior management mm-hmm. um, and so you know we'd get together and talk strategy and we you know I was rubbing shoulders with accounting and sales and marketing and you know I was operations so all of those things um, for me helped me get a big broad picture of how does business work right now it was specific to home building but the principles apply right mm-hmm. so that's, I don't know, that's what gave me confidence mm-hmm. to be able to do it. Um, obviously, a smoothie shop and home building. <laughs> so there's, um, you know, there's a learning curve there, but right. principles of business are kind of transferable. They, yeah. Point. yeah, totally. Yeah. Definitely. And what about yourself? What do you think taught you the most? Was it just diving right into it alongside of him? Or um, do you have any other ways that you learned? Mm, yeah, I mean, diving in, definitely I learned that uh, hard work pays off. I am, mm-hmm. I am. let's just call it what it is. I am the passion behind the business. I'm more of the face. I'm the connector. I love nothing more than being in the stores and connecting with customers. I know right. so many of them at all three locations, by name, by order. Uh, I mean, awesome. there's That's Phil that comes in. He's like a retired guy that, that helps out vets, and he comes in every single day to our Tempe store. Really? I'm not going to mention his last name. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, when he comes in, he knows he's going to get a hug from me, yeah. and he is going to order a large chocolate peanut butter smoothie, extra thick, served with a spoon, no lid. I mean, wow. And I just love, I, there's so many customers like that, and so I'm sad. I'm not mentioning all your names right now, but. Um, <laughs> They're all listening. But, yeah, so. and I know most of them from the Gilbert store because it's, it's the one that we live closest to. It's close to. to home, yeah. But yeah, so connecting, um, here's what I have learned. So over time, you know, like we were we were right there in the business. We were washing dishes, making smoothies, mm-hmm. doing the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And then as you have more employees and people that you trust, some of our own kids became part of the management team. Uh-huh. And then you're able to step back and it's like, oh, the entrepreneur's dream. And then you realize when you step back, it makes a difference because no one has the passion right. for your business right. like you do. Yeah, you do. No one does. Mm-hmm. Even your own kids 
they have more passion than other employees, but yeah. they still, it's not their baby. It's not their thing. It's right. not what they don't wake up thinking about, okay, are we staffed today? Da, da, da. Have I ordered this? Are we going to run out of that? You know, so. So to that, like how, because I've worked with family before and it either works really well or it goes really far south and relationships are burnt and stuff like that. So how have you guys, husband and wife, and then like you said, your kids have worked for you too. How have you managed to keep like your family life and your work life um, separate and together at the balance. same time? Balance. Yeah, balance. Yeah, I don't, have we figured that out? <laughs> <laughs> I'll just say to me, relationships are more important than business. Uh -huh. yeah. I'll, we'll lose our shirts that. before I would. You know, there were times that um, our son, who will be listening to this podcast most yeah. likely, you know, there were times I just wanted to wring his neck. <laughs> but he's my son and I love him. Uh -huh. And... Yeah. You know, when he when we were frustrated with him, there was never ever a point where we were like, "Well, we're gonna fire Jake," you know. Right. right. And you know, of course, we were so happy for him when he found another opportunity. It was like we could tell it was like, okay, it's time for him to move on. He does want to move on. We need to figure things out. And he left us a, a several months ago. Mm -hmm. We're so happy for him. Yeah. yeah. Um, we do have a daughter that uh, does our social media. She lives in Atlanta. Okay. Maybe that works because she lives in Atlanta. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, she just moved there, uh, but she's a photographer and visits here a couple times a oh, year. Cool. Gets oh, content awesome. from, you know, mm -hmm. she can get photography wherever. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, you know, Jake did a, a really good job for us. But it got to the point where I think he got frustrated with us because whenever we were together talking, it wasn't about... Family. It was stuff. always it was about yeah, family business. or, you know, yeah. it was... oh. We got to do this and this and this, and it just, it just became because like, he wasn't living. Was, he's we married. About. He um, wasn't living at home, so when he had come and we, yeah, it was like okay. So we realized know, he probably at that point wanted to wring our necks. So. <laughs> right, <laughs> for sure. It went. It definitely went both ways. Yeah. yeah. So just finding a way to separate the two, the mm -hmm. family life and yep. business yep. life. And I, yeah, I can and say we weren't that. Yeah, we weren't that good at that. Yeah. We but, have other kids that have worked for us just um, as employees in the shop. Kimball is one of our backup food truck drivers. Um, he doesn't necessarily love this, so yeah. that's why he's in the pool business. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's what he kind of likes better. Um, we have a 15-year-old daughter that works for us. Uh, she's learning great people skills, where yeah. most 15-year-olds, mm -hmm. you know, aren't working in retail. She started with us at 13. Wow. Oh. She works the food truck. Yeah, she works the food truck. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, it's really great good. for her. And you know, she still complains about it, but she sure has a lot of spending money. <laughs> I, was about, I was about to she say, do they complain her. or do they enjoy <laughs> yeah. working? She doesn't much. complain as much anymore because right. school has started and she's got her vans and uh, her, you know, yeah. whatever. She loves when we had her. <laughs> her Birkenstocks. Yeah, yeah. She makes great tips because I probably because she's young and. Yeah, so she's fun. She has yeah. fun with it. Yeah. yeah, That's yeah. Good. And how about just between the two of you? What's it like having a business partner as your husband and wife? Is that, is that well, like said, is when we walked in here, we weren't talking to each other. Yeah. Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's. Uh, I think we do a really good job. Mm -hmm. at it. I cool. think we do too because of who he is. He's a great communicator. He's a great listener, and he puts up with a lot from me. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that. <laughs> Marcy speaks her mind. <laughs> you can uh, tell. Uh, yeah. I appreciate that That's about her. Um, but it, no, it's just a, it's a matter of, um, we can, ha we can talk about stuff and disagree and mm -hmm. it's not like we're mad at each other. We right. just don't agree. I mean, we've um, been married how many years? 32 yeah, years. Almost, almost yeah. 33. <laughs> so, um, 
yeah, we've learned how to communicate. We've learned who's who's good at what. Right. Um, there's no, uh, I'm always doing this and I'm always doing that. He does most of the heavy lifting and construction uh-huh. and mechanical stuff that, you know, obviously. Operational. Kind operational, of stuff. exactly. Yeah. And I'm more the HR, marketing. Okay. I am big time fresh mom. Um, not to a point where it's uncomfortable, but I want, and that's another thing I do want to touch She's on. talking about to the employees. Right? I am, yes, yeah. to the employees. <laughs> right. Like, I just want to touch on that because to me, it's so important in a business like this where, of course, you're going to be hiring college students, high school kids right. Right. for them to feel valued. Uh-huh. And yeah. because without that, uh, you're going through a lot more employees than you would like to. And that's, uh-huh. right. that's another one of the big, big things, big issues that we that we have is staffing. Turnover. Turnover, yeah. staffing, uh-huh. loyalty, dishonest. It's turnover because of the position uh, or the state of life that these kids are in. You know? Right. They're not going to be there long, not because they don't like you. No. Just they graduate from high school, I'm, I'm going to go do this. Yeah. So, but we've had a few that have stayed for a few years. That's always nice. Mm-hmm. But yeah, for the most part, when I, when I do our uh, kind of tax, re- you know, stuff at the end of the year, I'm surprised at how many... Uh, yeah, we had that person for uh-huh. a couple months. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, you know, people that own a business, one of their biggest fears is hiring out people, just the fear of them either not having that passion or quitting and then they're scrambling to get well, something there's figured dishonesty, out. there's theft. Exactly. We've had yeah. all of really? that, like, so, like, the betrayal, like, you couldn't believe. Uh-huh. People wow. that you super trusted and, yeah. Did you ever want to just keep it small and not have to deal with employees and just keep it a family thing or was it always the goal to just find out how to to, to I get don't your think employees we ever had it would just be us no no, no. we were mm-hmm. super happy to hire our first employee yeah <laughs> just yeah. after like two months I mean was it two, we had two seven months? kids at home when uh-huh. we opened oh wow um, no we had one daughter married but she worked for us <laughs> she had a baby so you pretty much had all of our kids have worked for us yeah. every there's not a child of the seven that hasn't worked for us in some capacity. Even our 13 year old son has washed dishes and loaded and unloaded. Do you spend more time cleaning your pool than you spend swimming in it? Then call Flamingo Pools today. Flamingo Pools is your go-to swimming pool maintenance and repair company in the East Valley. Whether it's weekly maintenance, repairs, green to cleans, or one-time cleanings, Flamingo Pools will take care of you. Honest, reliable, and innovative. Just a few of the many good things Flamingo Pools customers have to say about them. Ask them about their mineral treatment, which will keep your chemical levels down, allowing you to have a healthier bathing experience. At Flamingo Pools, they know that your pool was made to be enjoyed, so let them handle the rest. Check them out at azflamingopools.com or give them a call at 480-422-6013. Mention this podcast and you'll get your first month of maintenance completely free. That's azflamingopools.com and 480-422-6013. So you mentioned um, that one of your kids works on the food truck. Is that something that came along afterwards, or did you guys start off as a food truck? What, um, what yeah, we did it backwards. Point? A lot of the companies will start with a food truck uh-huh. and then do the brick and mortar. Uh-huh. We brought the food truck idea to life as a way to promote it's like a, a walking operating go board. Anywhere, right? Yes, yeah. it's yeah. a it's a great um, marketing tool that pays for itself and is actually profitable at this point. So, oh, okay. well, yeah. And we don't take it out that often. No, really, we don't. It's well, available. We, yeah, we have found yeah, it is available. Food truck. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, except for Saturday mornings, we're at the Gilbert. Yeah, we are at the Gilbert market Farmers Market every okay. Saturday year round. Okay, that's a huge thing for us because it's our crowd. That's the one thing we found out is food truck events are for 
food truck people that want the carnival food typically you know they right. want they want the they want a meal that's kind of heavier you know mm-hmm. they're going for the wings or the lobster lady or um, you know or the treats mm-hmm. yeah. and and so we have found farmers markets vegan events okay. fitness events sporting events yes. that kind of stuff yeah. where people go oh there's something healthy here yeah. yeah so it's a good it's a satisfying it fills you in a good way. Exactly. You don't regret it after you. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I always tell yeah. people like, wait an hour. Like, yeah. you can go to Dairy Queen. I'm sorry I said that, but <laughs> <laughs> or eat here. You're still gonna have your sweet tooth is gonna be satisfied, yeah. but you are not gonna have a yeah. afterwards. Uh-huh. In fact, you're gonna have energy usually. Typically, I always tell people just mm-hmm. pay attention about an hour after your meal. Yeah, it's definitely my family's favorite go-to dessert, especially my mom being a pretty healthy person we as well. We do know so. the Huso family. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and I, your new wife. So. <laughs> So yeah, anytime, anytime you want to get a dessert and not regret what you did afterwards, we always, always hit up genuine fresh. <laughs> awesome, we appreciate it. And then kind of going back to like you said, you guys kind of had a nest egg and you funded pretty much all of it yourself from the beginning. Has it always been that way, or did you guys do everything yourself? Like, um, no, um, we've had to we we've had to borrow a little bit here and there. Like we took out a loan to to buy the food right, truck. Typically. It's already paid off though. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, so yeah, just stuff like that. We. Um, we have s- slimmer times of year, right. um, where it's like, uh, oh, can't wait for the the heavier months. Yeah. You know what I mean? yeah. To get is that winter when it's cold outside? Do people December not is yeah? December, December is our, our slowest month, uh-huh. okay. which is odd because you know you think oh it's colder it's weather but January is usually about the same temperature as right. December right? Uh-huh. But oh. January just kind of takes off because it's everyone's the new eating year. They're eating goal, right? <laughs> all, like, here we go. They're all back at the gym. Yeah. Every one of our locations is near a gym, by the way. That Did was, you do that on purpose? That was intentional, yes. Okay, so that was all planned out. That was all planned out. And at our Gilbert store, I mean, the first thing we did is made sure we had memberships there. Back there, back then it was Fitness Works and right. made sure we knew the owners and made sure they were cool with us. I mean, literally, we would stand outside with trays of stuff and force feed people. Oh, like, awesome. You can't believe how many people say no uh-huh. to an acai bowl sample. Really? Right. Like, well. you don't know what you're saying no to <laughs> right here. And then, so then we started doing protein drinks for them, you wow. know, for the gym people. But uh-huh. yeah, literally, like, handing them a sample and a coupon and pointing. Walk right over there. Or I would give out free stuff all the time. But wow. yeah, pounding the pavement. That was that was big. Sorry, I forgot the original question. I go <laughs> no, off on tangents. No, it's totally fine. It's totally fine. <laughs> what like what has been your marketing techniques like from start till now? I mean, now you have several our, locations. Our, our best marketing technique early on was uh, what we called free mini day. Free and mini. a mini is just a small acai bowl. It's like a five ounce cup. Uh-huh. And we would give them out. Um, the whole day we were open on a certain day, usually oh, really? a Saturday. Um, I think our record was like 800 in one day. My goodness. Which That's was crazy. That's a lot of product uh, it to give away. Business because, you know, people are texting their friends. Oh, yeah, this yeah. is so good. And it just became a huge, huge promotion. And yeah, it's kind of expensive to give mm-hmm. away product, right? But advertising either, is expensive yeah you're either yeah. paying marketing dollars I'd rather have someone experience it than to look at a picture sure. somewhere and go sure. maybe I'll try that out huh. someday Absolutely. so, yeah. so that, that worked for us word of mouth social media I don't know how we've done this 10 years ago 10 years ago no way and, Insta- and Instagram kind of came uh, up as we were at the around the same time, time right yeah. it, it became our biggest platform yeah. Yeah. yeah I think for any small yeah. business it's so much easier to start and get Getting on oh, yeah. now with the free marketing you can do with yeah. Instagram and Facebook. It's tough now because Instagram and Facebook have really made it hard for businesses. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you just have to... Unless you're paying. And you have to really right, do right. things to engage, yeah. engage your audience. Mm-hmm. 
and you said you have a daughter that that does mm-hmm. most of that. Is mm-hmm. she, does she know a lot about social media marketing, or is she? She just does. Figured she's it out? actually an entrepreneur herself. Uh-huh. Um, has a couple of businesses, and she's got probably three, four accounts on Instagram. Oh, really? Um, besides, yeah, her personal one, but um, yeah. Huh. So on on your free days, do you start to get nervous when you get up to six, seven hundred? You're giving out all this free stuff. You're <laughs> no, that was not wanting anyone else to um, come in. We kind of learned that we were going to shorten the window. Uh-huh. We're like, we're okay. do a four-hour window, right? All day long. Or else you start to get the people that are only coming, coming or the people days. that came in the morning and they brought their eight yeah. kids again uh, at uh, night. Change their outfit. Yeah, put a hat on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I've we're not too late. Yeah. You don't have to dress like a cow. <laughs> Good. So yeah, we we still do those, but now we do them like dollar days, and we'll add with well, yeah, you were there, yeah, you were there for one of them. Uh-huh. So that one was not an eight hundred dollar day right. or eight hundred customer, customer day. day. But yeah, that's awesome. That's a really good idea. Um, how about when you guys were starting out and you came up with all the flavors? How did you go about coming up with the different flavors? Just playing around. Just, uh, playing, just playing around. Playing we would yeah. have so um, Asai is from Brazil, right? Uh-huh. So. When we before we opened, we would have acai bowl parties with anybody that had ever been to Brazil, okay. and and because we wanted to know, like, is this good acai? First of all, we you know before this is when you're thinking this about is, this is when we or... like the building is under construction, right, okay. and now we're like, okay, build it and they will come, but what are we going to serve them? So right. Right. I think we started with three. We started right. with three. We had the original, the tropical, tropical peanut, peanut butter. butter. Uh-huh. Okay. That was it, just three bowls, and then it was like, oh, take the original, so, yeah, tweak it a little. While bit. we were working there, I'd always be like. Well, I'm gonna try this. We can get this frozen fruit. Let's, you know. Because it was literally like Brad and I there all day from open to close. We would um, sometimes have our kids in there. Um, we would bring dinner. I mean, I can't, yeah. our kids have so many memories of like, especially <laughs> our little kids, like hanging in the back room, uh-huh. playing, you know, yeah. video games or whatever. Uh. Yeah, that, like, you know, I. I noticed that when when you add peanut butter to an acai, you know, to blend it mm-hmm. in with fruit, it becomes really kind of creamy, right? Right. Like uh, right. almost milkshake like. Mm-hmm. Right. So I was like, what other nut butters can we add to make it creamy? Because that's kind of a thing. Yeah. So we did, you know, pecan butter and walnut butter. We had cashew butter for a while. Mm. Um, and we make ours all fresh. So our walnut butter, pecan butter, we make it. At- yeah, Pretty much every day. Secret recipe. Secret recipe. Okay. So you're not going to share that to the podcast. Yeah, that's that's the running joke. People, we, we tell people we make our own peanut butter. Like, oh, really? It's literally you put nuts in a blender and turn it on. Yeah, that's it. Wrong. We don't add salt. We don't add oil. Really? Sugars. Wow. So yeah, it's walnuts in a blender. Pecans in a blender. All right, guys, take so, note. Take yeah, note. everyone take, take note. note. So vegans <laughs> unite. We got you. You just have to blend it enough where it gets smooth. Okay. Is yeah. is that one of the more fun parts of the business? Coming with different Creating. flavors and recipes. Yeah, no, I mean that's oh yeah. Definitely. So, yeah. Anytime we're rolling something out. And it's often actually. Yeah. So yeah. we're working on some yes, different protein shapes. All right. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll tell tuned. you guys yeah, I'll tell you guys mine, but what's your guys' favorite flavors? Uh my go to is raspberry pecan. Uh-huh. Because I am lactose intolerant. Okay. So I love how the pecan butter brings that creaminess, also the healthy plant based fat. Yeah. It is just more filling. I love right. raspberries, always have. I'm a Cash Valley girl, so barely oh. raspberry shades oh, yeah. at the bows. Oh, I mean, yeah. come on, I grew up with raspberries. So, yeah, that's mine. And I am, I just kind of stick to the original for the most part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really Keep like classic berry and that tang is, in yeah. my mouth, and it's just, it is our most popular flavor. Is it? We're just like every other restaurant. If you try the original, you're not going to try another one because you liked it so much you don't dare. Uh-huh. But I'm just always like, you have. 
try a different one. <laughs> so, so the people yeah. you see that come in all the time, are they just getting the same one every time? A lot of them. A lot of them do. Mm -hmm. And then they get burned out, and then we don't see them for a few months, and then they come, <laughs> they back, come and back and try a new flavor, and then they do it again. Yeah. It's so funny. So, uh, But yeah, there's so many people that we know from years ago that used to come in, and then all of a sudden they'll come back. Hey, it's been a while. They'll come back, and then they order something different. We'd always get concerned <laughs> when we saw someone every single day. You're going to be here for like three weeks and then we'll never see you again because, you know, you just get burned out on that. Yeah, so we but you know what? We still have that. Matt meeting peanut butter. He comes in, I would say, four or five times That's a week true. and has been for eight years. Really? It's rare. Amazing. It's wow. Rare. It's it pretty rare, but he, he does come in. Every employee knows him. So, yeah, it's kind of fun. Huh. Yeah, I'm a big tropical guy. Yeah? Yeah. I'll tell you what I think is super underrated, though. I had the raspberry lime one a little bit ago. I, I like sour kind yeah, of tart yeah, flavors like as tart, well. And yeah, yeah I'd never heard, had that one before. And that one's really good. I'm a big fan. So. Yeah, that's, that's one of my... Yep. Chocolate peanut butter, I have to say, is my second favorite. Okay. But I ate it. I was like the guy that got burned out. I ate it every single day, probably <laughs> multiple times a day for at least two years. And I literally had like a reaction to peanut butter for a year. I couldn't really? eat peanut butter wow. for a year. Yeah. Wow. I'm fine now, everyone. I'm back to, I'm back to liking it, but yeah. I'm not going to have it every day anymore. But that's a really good one because of the protein, so it like sticks with you. That uh -huh. one's a meal replacement. Okay. So good. Yeah, that one will fill you up. Yeah, it's a good one. I'm always impressed when someone gets a large chocolate peanut butter. And it eats that's the whole dense. thing. Eats or large chocolate flour. coconut. <laughs> that is our yeah. most dense yeah. huh. bowl. Rich. I should say riches. Dense doesn't sound Rich. good when you're talking yeah. about yeah. it. <laughs> Okay, so real quick while we're on flavors here, um, can you tell me a bit about pitaya? Because I know it's, it's a different option than put, putting in acai, mm -hmm. and I'm not too sure about what, what yeah, that what is, is exactly. Pitaya, yeah, what is pitaya, right? Pitaya is dragon fruit. Okay. I mean, that's the oh. short story of it. Um, pitaya, the pitaya we get comes from Nicaragua. Uh -huh. and, it's actually um, like a cactus flower. It is. Spot. It's in the cactus family. A lot, oh. of, a lot of your Hispanics that grew up in Mexico and all along Central America grew up with it, and they would, I mean, they just find it all over. Uh, I'd have customers come in and saying they remember, you know, just always having pitaya like dripping down their arm because it was just everywhere. Wow. And again, it's it's really high in antioxidants. Um, it's the flavor. The the thing about pitaya is the deep, rich pink color. It is yeah, such a fun yeah. color. It was so, the color. You know, obviously, yeah. it's got the um, that comes from the um, antioxidants in there, the riboflavin and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, it also has omegas in it. Not as flavorful, but that's generous. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So yeah, we add, we'll add other stuff to it. Like our, you know, our, our pitaya colada is it's we really have the, the pineapple yeah. and the coconut milk, and that then sounds good. And it's kind of like <laughs> then you have this, colada, yeah. this pink, you know, pina colada yeah. flavor. That's it's cool. So it's kind of fun. Yeah, I think I sorry. I'll, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say I think I like acai better, but the the color of the pitaya always intrigues me. Yeah. Always yeah. tempts me yeah. to get that too. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. With like the ingredients and stuff like that, do you guys usually try and stay organic or pretty fresh? Like, I mean, you said you make your, your butters and stuff like that, um, but what about everything else, like the vegetables and the fruit that go in it? So we do as much organic as we can to okay. keep our prices where they're at. Right. So there are places that are 100% organic right. and more power to them. Our market has not demanded that. Right. Um, and so our acai is organic, our granola is organic, our greens um, that go in the acai bowls are organic because we get you know, the pre-washed spinach uh, as much as we can. Mm -hmm. uh, the honey we use is local raw. Oh, um, trying to think of some of the other. We get, yeah, we do as much organic as we can. Uh -huh. 
But I will tell you, one of the things that one of the biggest struggles we have is our food costs. Oh, really? You know, people want to compare us to ice cream or frozen yogurt. Uh huh. Totally yeah. different. The food costs, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like comparing like a real fruit juice to soda. You know, you're talking about right. uh -huh. a flavoring yes. versus all a flavoring the, a, yeah. a food. The actual yeah. food. And so stuff people have asked so many times, like, why haven't you guys franchised? Why haven't you expanded? Uh huh. And literally, our food costs keep franchisees from being really interested in our, our opportunity right because they're like oh your food costs are higher than yeah. the than the average yeah uh -huh. a good are. franchise is going to be in the 20 to 25 percent um okay. you know cost food cost yeah of revenue yeah um that's oh, that's not where we're at mm -hmm. so. and yet we're not willing to skimp on that so right. exactly. we're still in business yeah you know we're not traveling the world but we get a vacation I mean, we, we do stuff like our um Apple juice, we get it at Costco. Okay. And it's not from concentrate. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it costs a little bit more, mm -hmm. but it's just something we do. It's something that you're not willing to compromise. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 Just you want to stay fresh to the name. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Um, so let's go back a bit. I know at the beginning of the podcast, you mentioned that you always wanted to start some sort of business, or I don't know if it was a business or a restaurant in specific. Was this kind of something that you ever had in mind? Did you want to go into like a restaurant, a healthy sort of thing, or, or did you just generally want to start a business? Yeah, I would say no. I, I wasn't ever saying, oh, I totally want to do a restaurant. I was yeah. more into like real estate investing, okay. property management, yeah. which we also do that uh -huh. as well. Um, but I will tell you probably the biggest reason and the biggest story behind um, Opening Fresh or Opening Thrive back uh -huh. then was food, knowing that food can kill or food can heal mm -hmm. and we've had an experience with our son that's 13 now but um, when he was a baby like I didn't know a whole lot about natural remedies and, and all that kind of stuff but right. he was born and was allergic to everything and we didn't know and you know he had a rash around his face and he had uh, or around his mouth and always had a rash and it was always ornery whatever I'll make this as quick as possible uh, we, we were getting creams from doctors. We were getting all this kind of stuff to put on topically, but nobody was getting to the root cause. We mm -hmm. went to a natural path, found out he was allergic to all these things, and that's kind of a long story. Once we removed all those allergens, corn, wheat, dairy, uh, sugar, we removed those from his diet, completely healed. He was a different kid, a different baby. His temperament changed. I mean, it was really? like he was so happy and healthy, and that changed our family big time. Um, that's when I really got into, okay, food is medicine. Food is medicine. And I became really passionate about it. Mm -hmm. um, I, I thought I was going to become a life coach or a health coach. Um, but, you know, being a mother of seven, that was not it's in tricky. the cards for me. Yeah. You're um, a health coach for your family. Exactly. <laughs> I still am a health coach. Exactly. It's absolutely not getting paid for it. But I have a lot of people that, um, you know, I think I have some credibility because of the experience right. and stuff that we've been through. So. Yeah. That's probably the biggest thing. I'm also healing myself from an autoimmune condition oh, really? just with food. So you're, you're, would you say your passion in this whole business is the health side of things and how you can... I would say that. Yeah. I, I do love entrepreneurship. Uh -huh. I have looked at other opportunities um, and I don't want to trash them, but there are some killer ways to make money here. Like right. the pop industries. Oh, I cannot yes. feel good about that because I know how it's destroyed, you know, just the sugar. Yeah. So, you know, knowing it's like, oh, 
food costs, yeah, that'd be really great. But I, <laughs> right. I can't. I can't right. feel good about it. But it's not you. It's, it's not, not me. me. It's not me. Yeah. So. Where, the, where the cup costs more than the content. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I think that's what makes a business most successful is when it's your passion, not just what you think is going to make exactly. the most money. Because there's some people mm-hmm. where sodas maybe their passion. They don't really have that, yeah. that draw to health, and so they're exactly. able to be really successful with exactly. that. But it's just not for me. Some, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. That I don't. And Brad, for yourself, what's your passion in the industry on, along the same lines? Or? Um, yeah, just doing it, you know, uh-huh. making it happen and and seeing it kind of just get built. I, I love to make things. Yeah. yeah. Love to see how things work. Yeah. See how they work. Just, Start at zero and create something. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I will say, talking about passion, it. I think when you own your own business, you know, because... I've, I've seen both worlds, right? I've had a, a really solid corporate job. Um, it has its advantages, and I've mm-hmm. been had my own our own stuff. Yeah. Um, and it has its advantages and disadvantages. And and one of the things you have to do is keep that passion alive, kind of uh-huh. keep that going, because you have your ups and downs. Yeah. You know? And for for business owners, at least you know in the situation that we're in, I have to keep telling myself that this is a good thing because what happens is I get dumped on with all the stuff that's broken not working calls you know hey our refrigerator's not working in right. a certain store or this delivery didn't get made or we're out of that and it, it turns into like oh that's all I hear is the negative, negative bad negative. stuff mm-hmm. that's not working um, but yet there's so much that is so you just have to kind of keep that alive and yeah. reminding yourself and just keep going you know because after it's been eight years eight plus years you hit that kind of seven year stretch. We've gone through the like, seventh inning cool. stretch and gone, uh-huh. yeah. oh, we're still here. Yeah. <laughs> Is it pretty cool to kind of just step back and see how it's grown, see what it's become so far? Yes. Yes, yeah, it is. And like you said, we do get a lot of negative stuff. So because I'm working with marketing and human resources and all that kind of stuff, I'm also doing like Yelp reviews and Google reviews. And uh-huh. yeah. I'm the one that gets called when someone shows up to the store at 8.57 and my employee goes, oh, I'm sorry, we're closed. Uh-huh. And I'm like... Jerk, don't show up at 8.57. Yeah. Try to order 10 bowls, first of all, you know? Don't be that person. But yeah. I'm like, but can you understand? Like, these guys had yeah. plans. It's a Friday night. and You know what I mean? Right. I'm the one that gets dumped on with all uh-huh. the customer service issues and, and that kind of stuff. So you start to think, man, this sucks. And then I get some really awesome experience from a customer. You know, you always hear about the negative ones. Right. Maybe one in 20 positive experiences uh-huh. gets back to me and it's mm-hmm. so awesome like I can go for weeks on one super positive yeah, experience where someone, all the yeah when one of the when one of our employees just goes you know out of their way or it's just you know a, a kind of a regular experience and someone just discovered us and it's gonna be life-changing for them mm-hmm. because how you know how this so here's a, here's a tip for any um, customers out there you know that are looking at businesses or they patronize businesses <laughs> It makes me a little bit crazy when I get a review on Google or Yelp or whatever, and uh-huh. they say, I've been coming here for years, and I just love it. But today, <laughs> it's like, that's what you're going to review? You've been coming here for years, years, and today we're going to get like, You've loved this for years, but you haven't said one thing, and today, yeah. this bad thing happened, so now I'm going to tell you about it. Right. And, you know, I understand it's human nature. But maybe we would just think outside of that. You know? uh-huh. Hey, let's let's pass along more compliments. Let's, yeah. as a small business community, if that's what we're yeah. interested in, let's kind of boy each other, each other and, yeah. Yeah. and encourage each other because uh-huh. sometimes it gets it tough, tough to hear right. all of the whatever mm-hmm. you know this happened or 
Well, they don't know what's going on. Maybe that employee that you had had a bad day and they accidentally, you know, didn't mix something well enough. And Mm -hmm. it's like, just give them the benefit of the doubt. Like, because you've been going there for years, you know how good they are. So why bash on that person for that one day of the 365 that they've been coming (laughs) there? Well, and I can tell you too, as an owner, reaching out to that customer that's had that experience, Mm -hmm. um, doing that the right way is critical. You know, just totally validating them. And, and I mean, we've had serious um, allergen mm-hmm. type things happen where uh-huh. they ordered something without nuts and it accidentally, uh-huh. you know, employee error, whoever took the order, didn't pass on the information to the next person. And it's, you know, it's like, of course we have insurance and stuff that, right. but I think because of the way we've handled it and because of the specific customers that we've had, they've mm-hmm. been understanding. Yeah, they've been like, been you know gracious, what? Yeah. They've been so gracious and gone, I'm not going to try to ruin your business because your employee made a mistake. Yeah. Right. You know, although we train them, we do everything we can, but mistakes happen. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think it really helps if you have a business to have a passion for it when all the negative things come, mm-hmm. because <laughs> when you get that one positive thing, it's, oh yeah, it's, it's yeah. It's critical. Yeah. yeah. And it does help to, to take a look, you know, to take a step away and just kind of look back. For and sure. Go, wow, it's been eight look years. Look at the big picture. Around yeah. And people generally like our product. Mm-hmm. We have all these stores. People still come. Yeah. What, what would your advice be to maybe a young entrepreneur, someone wanting to open up any sort of store or restaurant that has a passion and maybe is kind of on the border of whether they should do it or not? I would say do some research. Mm-hmm. So entrepreneurs are going to fail like we failed in other businesses. Okay. Right. And a lot of the times it's because, well, I really, I love this thing. And so everybody loves it, but that's not always the mm-hmm. case. You know what I mean? So you've got to make sure that there's a market for the thing you're super passionate yeah. about. Yeah. And if there's not, you know, so, so do as much of that research as you can try to take the emotion out of it, which is so hard when you're a passionate entrepreneur, you have to take the emotion out of it. Yeah. That's where he comes in. He's Mr analyze everything and so we do have a good balance here i'm like so we're just gonna totally do this he's like hold on honey let's look at the numbers let's right. do this, and like, ah. this. <laughs> but yeah definitely yeah, location's kind of a big deal too for oh, sure gosh. a lot of people will have a, a very do everything right except for location uh-huh. and then i know yeah for sure your gilbert store is in a pretty prime location i don't know if it was always like that when you started or no. it is prime and it isn't i mean it, it has wasn't no street frontage at all no um but it is close to a gym uh-huh. and, and a hospital kind of a, and, a big thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. and honestly being close to Dairy Queen has helped us because the uh-huh. mom will take the kids to Dairy Queen and get her something fresh yeah. so right. that's actually a big helpful <laughs> but yeah I do know at least for that location that it is it really is a go to location at least for the kind of the high school mm-hmm. um, yeah. group of people yeah. I remember being younger when you're yeah. hanging out with friends or going yeah. on a date kind of the go to as well let's yeah. just go go, let's go, go get fresh, fresh. Yeah. 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 you save your date you want to go get fresh? <laughs> you want to go get fresh? <laughs> like, oh, it's a video. Yeah, That's coming okay. soon. Oh, yeah. What about back in the day when you asked them if they want to thrive? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'll thrive with you. Okay. Uh, it's just not as fun. Like, no, too soon, too soon. You're like, yeah, no, yeah. it's really good. It's really good. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah. Was, was that kind of an immediate thing? Um, kind of the, the success or kind of being a go-to for a, the younger Generation at least, or did no. it take a lot of effort on your part to? to I wouldn't. Get to that? I wouldn't even say effort. I mean, that's not something. That's just something that happens organically through mm-hmm. word of mouth. Right. I mean, I would just say you know more people tried it. We had a few. You know, it would show up on Twitter. People would tweet about it, all that kind of stuff. I yeah. mean, one of my favorite tweets that I retweeted was like, 
I this was back in the Thrive days. Uh-huh. I want Thrive so bad. I would go with what's the guy from Harry Potter, Voldemort or something like that. Voldemort. Voldemort. I would go with Voldemort to thrive right now. <laughs> it's like stuff like that. I can just like, hey, she's obsessed. I love this. You know what I mean? And then that would just go That's viral. Awesome. Everybody would retweet it. Yeah. So, yeah, just getting in into that crowd, um, finding what they you know they don't they're not there for the health benefits. They're there because other people that know about the health health benefits are there. Yeah. So right. And it right. just it caught on. Oh, and it tastes good. It tastes good, and yeah. Good point. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Well, what do Brad and Marcy have planned for the future with Fresh? What do you guys plan to do to keep things fresh around here? Hmm. We are looking at more vegan offerings. Okay. Um, things that can be. We're looking at some more snacks. Mm-hmm. Um, we're looking at other beverages, uh, natural beverages. Um, well, yeah, we've we've considered um, adding a few other products. Uh-huh. Um, you're at sorry to interrupt, but you're at you have acai bowls, you have smoothies and protein shakes right now. And juice, and juice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And so, we do we do sell supplements and proteins off the shelf, uh-huh. but um, that, yeah, that's not, not a like lot. a huge that's yeah. not a huge part of our business. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I mean, we've considered other things, you know. Yeah. We've considered partnering to expand. Um, we get every once in a while, someone will come in and, um, you know, start, we'll get all excited about it and then just realize, mm, yeah, they, they don't get it. Like they don't know what it's going to yeah. take to, you know, is right. this someone that we can really work with? So we're not, we're not closed to that. We're very open to that for the right, right person. Right. So, yeah. We've considered things like, you know, vegan fresh salads, that kind okay. of thing, or, um, even soup for the mm-hmm. cold time of year. Yeah. Avocado toast. Oh. Avocado toast. Ooh, that kind of love that. Mm-hmm. I would recommend that. <laughs> yeah, right? So you would kind we'll of just look at expanding into different but, yeah. sort of healthy options. Yeah, yeah, because there's people, out. yeah. Um, the vegan craze is not, it's not going away. I mean, no. people are realizing that... It's getting bigger. It is getting bigger. Yeah. And you put vegan on your restaurant or your cafe and it's just going to attract, yeah. yeah. We, having said all of that, though, we know that kind of our core thing is our acai. Is it also yeah. yeah. So these would just be kind of more supplement and. For it's sure. like for someone that's coming in that maybe they're diabetic and they can't have that much fruit because uh-huh. there is a lot of it's still sugar yeah. even though it's fruit yeah. sugar and it's natural and your body knows how to metabolize it. It's still it's going to be hard it's every single day for some people. So it's like oh you're here with a friend she's having the original and you can have a salad or mm-hmm. you know something else. Well, I gotta ask one more question. So I know you guys have your fancy spoons, the is it the green and the pink spoons. Yeah. They're green. Uh, yeah, the green spoons. Um, is there a big cost that goes in that? Is that worth? They're what four you... cents each, okay. guys. <laughs> Make sure you take them home and put them in your utensils drawer. They're very handy. I was gonna we, say because I, yeah. I think everyone in these valley has a couple of. Yeah. fresh spoons yeah. so I'd imagine it, yeah. just, it's a good and, marketing you know, we technique. would love to do anything that's sustainable I don't know if you guys remember the Thrive days where we had the, the bulls uh-huh. yes. um, and yeah. then it became really cool in the high school crowd to steal them oh. those were $7 each and that became really costly that's to very continue. costly yes. so we had to get rid of those and then you know, of course everyone that was super you know, interested in helping out the environment was mad that we had just the, the paper bulls now you know? but right. it's like Guys, you know, yeah, we tried. Yeah, the spoons are kind of a, they're an icon for us. They're, you know, yeah. the, they are. 
Yeah. They sit in our drawers for years. <laughs> well, they're so great to eat ice cream or something like that out of them because it's not a deep. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, I eat cereal. Let's just be a reminder for you to come in often. Like, that's right. what I think. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm out of What's going? I'm running out of steams. I need to go in fresh really quick. Kids that bring their lunches to school and they have yogurt with a thrive spoon or a fresh spoon and they're like, after school now we got to go get fresh because we were reminded. Well, uh, that's uh, that pretty much wraps up everything we wanted to, to talk about with you guys. Before we kind of close up, is there anything else that you guys wanted to touch on or, or go over before we finish up here? Um, I just want to thank the community. Honestly, uh, it has been a great eight years, and, and we expect to have you know eight more great years. Right. And it's all been because of the loyalty that, that Gilbert, Mesa, Tempe, Chandler, and beyond has. We have a huge following in Queen Creek, actually, that comes oh, all the oh, way really? into either the Chandler or the Gilbert store, and they're always like, and we're looking, but, you know, nothing, nothing announced or anything, right, but yeah, right. we'll see, we'll, we'll see. Tuned. But yeah, we have a huge following there. We have a huge, fo- huge following in the Northeast Mesa. People are begging us to go to Scottsdale. Oh, wow. But, um, yeah, right now, nothing to announce there, but we're just right. so grateful for, for our loyal customers they they've been so good to us that's awesome it's been fun it really is the customers that makes the business mm-hmm. yeah. business mm-hmm. work isn't it mm-hmm. yep and we do have i have to shout out to our employees we have some rock star employees mm-hmm. that we could not do this without and i and i value them and i think if they've been around long enough they know that we value them and that's that's something that i'm also passionate about because i'm passionate about relationships we have a lot of our college students that will um, go, go off to school they come back for breaks all the time and that says a lot like they want to yeah. come back and work for us all summer and then we're like oh. like right now my scramble is all my college students are leaving again you know they're leaving, <laughs> they're leaving the area right. AU and U of A up to Utah and so we're like ah, so I'm hiring again but yeah that says a lot we appreciate that awesome and we appreciate you guys and thank you for coming on the show like we said we know yeah. how busy you guys are yeah. um, coming in with, with vegetables <laughs> in your hand right. so you know you got These places to be and places to go it's fresh guys it's fresh uh, you know what fridge. and we love entrepreneurs so yeah. and yeah. we just yeah we're all about that so awesome. anything we can do to support that for sure do you have a quick spiel you'd like to give to maybe people that have never been to fresh or kind of want to know a bit more about it Fresh is delicious, and you should try it. It's such a great, um, it's refreshing for this time of year. It's all whole foods, so it's nice, and there's lots of fiber in there. Um, in case you're wondering if this is going to fill me up, it is. It's not just a chick it flick. Does. It, it does. It is not just up. a chick flick, right? Get those. And we used to be just a chick flick, and then we started getting, you know, the guys from the gym. It's like, nice, nice, check it out. So, yeah, it's, it's really good, but it's good for you. And uh, Yeah, and if you, if you haven't been in before and you want to try it, when you come in, make sure you get an acai bowl, because you uh-huh. everyone's had a smoothie or mm-hmm. whatever. But it's our it's our it's our flagship, flagship product. product. Yeah. And yeah. original is always a good place to start. For sure. Amen. Cool. Yeah, we could definitely second that they're delicious. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> thanks for being that. here. Thanks to everyone for listening, and uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Yep.